You are now about to witness wrestling knowledge at its finest. Sideline Junkies proudly presents the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, the big guy, KG. They are the WrestleManiacs. Welcome to the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs on a Sunday. And of course, you know why we coming to you tonight. Because we just got finished watching the 2019 BET Awards. <laughs> no, 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 no. WWE Stomping Ground was tonight. Well, they pretty much the same thing. Stomping Grounds, the, the Uggs uh, pay-per-view. I mean, same thing. <laughs> well, no, that, that's the, the butter tins. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Got to represent for the butters, man, all day. Got to represent for the butters. Man, so we, we, we postponed Saturday's show to come in on Sunday after Stomping Ground. So let's get into it with the recap. Let's go. Well, the main show started unexpectedly with Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans. For the Raw Women's Championship match, which uh, was, was Becky put on a show tonight, she mm-hmm. she showed uh, some of her 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 indie chops and and pulled out some uh, some moves that we haven't seen her do in quite some time. And I was like, well, shoot, you go, Becky, you go, do your thing. But truthfully, you know, expect as expected, Becky won. But uh, we'll get into. Uh, the thought process behind that a little bit later on. And uh, Lacey had a good showing, too. Uh, my question is, though, if there's no rematch clause, how is Lacey Evans and Becky Lynch going at it again? It's the only question I got about that. But other than that, uh, man, it was a surprisingly good start to the pay-per-view. Somehow, some way, they'll figure out a way to get uh, Becky the – uh, uh, Lacey, Tuesday, Monday, next Wednesday, it's going to happen again very, very soon. Yeah, I, I, I can foresee that happening, but there's still a lot of good people on the roster. Lacey has, has got to take a moment, build herself back up, and somebody else has got to stand in to, to go up against Becky Lynch. So I don't know who they would push. But I think that's, you know, only right. They've got to keep with what they've been doing and the no rematch clause and all that stuff has to happen, in my opinion. Not that it's taking anything from Lacey Evans, but you don't want it to get um, boring just seeing the same old match. And then that turns her into, you know, what it used to be with Roman Reigns or used to be with John Cena. And you're like, ah. And so I, Mm -hmm. I think we just to protect her quality uh, of entertainment capability. We need to uh, get somebody else in there and give Becky a a little bit of a different challenge. Well, uh, I'm trying to think who would be really, really good like right now, but you could pick any woman off the roster period. I, I would love to see Oscar come on over to raw and, you know, 
that's the Empress of Tomorrow. Then you also got Nia Jax coming back soon. So, of course, she's going to be in the picture. I'd love to see Ember Moon come back to Raw. That's what I was waiting for you to say. You started with Oscar. I'm like, hold up. Ember Moon right no, there. I, but then that, yeah. they're setting up a feud with her and, and Sonya Deville and, and Mandy Rose. So they, they keep stretching that little storyline. So I don't know, you know how that's going to work. But uh, I wouldn't mind an NXT call up. Shake things up mm. for real. Bring somebody up from NXT. Io Shirai. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I still say Shayna Baszler. But that would mean yeah, that true. Bianca Belair. Yeah. Shayna would have to lose the title against Io Shirai this upcoming Wednesday. But if Io. But, but then, I, then that would suck. Because then again, you tell me Io's going to get the, the nod to win the title and Bianca couldn't, couldn't win the title. Mm-hmm. So then I have to take kind of, you know, Bianca, my girl, I can't can't let that go down like that. Maybe Mia Yim. But then again, you mean to tell me you give it to Mia Yim and you couldn't give it to my girl Bianca? So I don't know. We, we got to figure they got to figure that out in NXT. No, you had it right the first time. We got to figure that out because, oh, you yeah, know, that's true. they listen to the WrestleManiacs anyway. <laughs> they listen to the sideline junkies. That is, that is true. Uh, as made evident by what we're going to talk about at the end of uh, today's show being the 24-7 championship. Uh, once again, they are uh, taking verbal cues from the people that are writing your WWE storylines at the moment, which I'm more than happy to do. So, you know, you put the call in, I'm like, okay, sure, no problem. Then I just go to the mailbox and just sit and wait. Still waiting. Mm-hmm. Still waiting. How long has it been now? We've been doing this almost Ooh. a year, and we're still waiting for that check. Almost a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, at some point, can we just get a, a penny residual or something? Jeez. That, something. I mean, it don't have to be six figures. Yeah. Shoot. Four figures is good. I mean, you know, I'm, that's great. I'm trying to get a figure four. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, just something. Something's better than nothing. But either way, I'm happy that they are, you know, following what we say because at least we know the WWE – is in good hands. Ours. <laughs> so that was the first match, uh, which, like I said, w- was unexpected and quick. And, and I was like, okay. And then they went with what I thought was going to be the actual start of the pay per view being New Day versus Kevin, o- Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be his new nickname, uh, Kevin Owens. And the crazy Sami Zayn. So, again, good standard match. It wasn't, you know, anything uber over the top. It was it was what it was, to be perfectly honest with you. It was that, that match that, you know, it, it comes down off of uh, the high and the excitement to just plateau out so that way you continue to go forward and still build the rest of the night. But good match nonetheless. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. But uh, more I just thought, it. It, yeah, because I, I swear, I thought, uh, I thought New Day was gonna win this one, but you can't win them all. Yeah. So. Well, I think they were probably just bouncing out so that way it wasn't a a New Day sweep, so to speak. But you know that mm-hmm. that ties into the rest of the night because next we had. Uh, in my opinion, and I'm quite sure, I'm quite sure you're going to agree with this match of the night. 
Ricochet versus Samoa Joe. I'm going to let you start. I, you would think that Ricochet is my brother, my cousin, uh, my high school classmate. I, I mean, I cheer for Ricochet. Now, everybody knows how I feel about Samoa Joe. I, I feel that he should be the one, you know, dealing with Kofi right now and in a running for at least a top championship, whether it be Universal, whether it be WWE, whatever, because that's just the type of legend Joe is. But him losing to Ricochet, I, I just seen him push that young man to the next level. And Ricochet, Alistair Black, those that last crop of call-ups are the future of the industry. Ricochet is a a a a a talent. He is, and I, I dare I say, a generational talent. He is Evan Bourne without the injuries and more control. Mm. That comparison. So, yeah, and uh, you know, Evan Bourne was a true high flyer. Or what Evan Bourne became in TNA because he was healthy in his TNA time. Then what the deal? What was the deal in WWE? Uh, they, I don't think they had enough balance to understand what to do with them. Mm. In my opinion. But to your point of matching tonight, wholeheartedly agree. I think I cheered the loudest at the end of this match when Ricochet won mm-hmm. because you know, going into it and seeing him and Alistair Black compete for tag titles and they didn't win. And it just, ah, right there, just that close. But now he's a United States champion. That's pretty damn good. I I agree with that. I'd say, in my opinion, I was watching a match and it was giving me a a throwback vibes to pick any Eddie Guerrero versus um, Rey Mysterio match. Where Ray was selling the the big guy versus the little guy, and Ricochet was doing the same thing. I mean, he sold some some slams and and oh my god, everything that uh, Samoa Joe was throwing at him, you would have thought it was killing Ricochet. The sound of Ricochet's body hitting the mat was was ridiculous. Well, from one of them Uranagis, it's like oh my god. How is Ricochet getting up from this? And he just kept building it and building it, and the, and and the, the amount of damage and beating that Ricochet took ultimately to be crowned the champion. Once I saw how much he was taking and how much of a strong offense Samoa Joe was doing, I'm like, oh boy, it's that time for Ricochet. He about to get that get that title because you know once in a while, if you pay attention, you'll start to see that little tried and true hallmark of the WWE was almost like um, uh, becoming a Marine. You got to be forged through the crucible and mm-hmm. it's the same thing. You got to be forged through the beatdown, and then you come out on the other side as the champion. And that, in my opinion, is what happened with Ricochet. He, he had to take the L several times. And then finally he had to get into a match with somebody that was just a true heel. I was talking with, uh, uh, one of my coworkers about it. He's like, man, I can't stand Samoa Joe. I can't stand Samoa Joe. It's like, well, he did his job. He's like, yeah, man, he's just always this and that. And like, he's a heel. Tell me one time when 
Samoa Joe was actually a face. I can't remember one time. It depends. Now, if you want to say in TNA when he was Nation of Violence, that I think that was a face run because he was destroying everybody and everybody loved it. Yeah, but as you know, still Stone Cold Steve Austin technically was a heel. He, the anti-hero. Yeah, I mean Vince going up against Vince made him, you know, more of a hero esque. Same thing with The Rock, mm-hmm. but. You know, people still cheer and and love Joe, but you know Joe come to put that work in. Joe's gonna yeah. kill you. Yeah, you're probably right. I believe that because Samoa Joe looked like he gonna kill me <laughs> when when he come down to the ring with that swag. It's like, here we go. It's time for that thing to go down. But uh, big props to Ricochet. Now his next challenge is gonna be the other side of the TNA coin, being a phenomenal one. AJ Styles, as he already made his intentions known, that he's going to come see Ricochet on Monday at Raw. Wow. Now, now see, this is the thing. Joe went, you know, he put in a lot of work in NXT when he first came to WWE. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt that I was like, you know, that's kind of foul. And that's the way I was looking at it then before, you know, I, I really had an untrained eye. But he trained a lot of talent down there mm-hmm. for what he knows. He gave out a lot of knowledge. And he's still doing that now on the main roster, <laughs> giving out a lot of knowledge and doing a lot of training. Right. So, I ate. Big ups to Ricochet, but big ups to, to, to Samoa Joe for what he does and what he brings to the table. Oh, yeah. Hands down. I mean, it's only certain people that can invoke that much. Like, Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. Or two of those folks that can do that, in my opinion, and, and killed it, killed it tonight. I mean, Ricochet made Brock look like an animal, and he made Joe look like two times the animal. And, and that's that's a, a great kudos to Ricochet to be able to, you know, you got Brock Lesnar as that that type of menacing force, but then to make. Samoa Joe look that menacing like that too. That that's that's a a rare talent as well to be able to upsell the person that you're wrestling with, so that way you could build the story of big guy versus little guy, and they're not too far of a difference in size. So, and to your coworker that really, you know, can't stand Samoa Joe, that's letting you know right there, Samoa Joe is doing his job yep. all day long. When when you can't stand a superstar because of their their, 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 their persona, their character. You like, ugh. And they're true heel, and you cannot stand them. You hate them to the core. Congratulations. They just did what they came to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's what it's all about. So then we went from that match to the most over superstar of the night, and it wasn't Kofi Kingston. It was actually Daniel Bryan since they were close mm-hmm. to his hometown of Aberdeen. Uh, so you had Daniel Bryan and Rowan who picked up the victory over Heavy Machinery. And it was kind of sucky because you knew since uh, Ricochet went over that Heavy Machinery yeah, you may or may not be getting that title as of yet. Mm-hmm. But it, it was still phenomenal for 
what we saw and everybody, you know, did a great job in that match. Like if you didn't have Ricochet versus Samoa Joe, that possibly could have been match of the night. Yeah. But I'm going to say this. I don't know what it is about Otis and Tucker, <laughs> but I pull for those guys every time they get into the square circle. I just, I don't know. They just got this blue collar thing, and it's like they the they they they're the the everyday man's wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I, I I like heavy machinery. Yeah, I mean that it, Lord rest his soul. If you could have had Dusty Rhodes as their manager. Oh my! Uh. Man, that would be perfect because then you would have the common man and the common men. Mm-hmm. Couldn't touch them. Couldn't touch them. Couldn't touch them. They would be champions right now. And uh, I wish we, we would still have Dream to be able to do the knob. But then again, if Dream was alive he probably would be at AEW so well hold on. possibly and then we'll be talking about AEW in a whole nother light because Dream as a booker he booked some of the greatest matches of all time yes and he did it for so long he did it in NWA WCW and WWF slash E mm-hmm. and NXT you know what absolutely right NXT too so that, that that what we'll call the dream stamp is all over the industry. And then also, he actually used to commentate Braves games down in Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he did a little bit of everything. That's why Big Daddy was the man, I tell you. That's why Big Daddy was the man. So, we went from the tag team champs uh, maintaining their dominance over the planet as well as the SmackDown tag team division to the SmackDown women's championship match between Bailey and Alexa Bliss. And I have to mm-hmm. say, Alexa came ready, but Bailey was, you know, she was just wrestling a great match, even though you had um, Nikki Cross in Alexa's corner, who. I don't know. It's kind of hard to blame Nikki Cross when Bailey leapt through the middle rope and Alexa moved and Bailey hit um, Nikki for you can't blame Nikki for wanting to come and retaliate against Bailey. But at the same time, that also cost Alexa Bliss the match kind of sort of. So it's like who should be really mad at Nikki Cross? Bailey, who won a match, or Alexa Bliss, who possibly could have won a match? That is the question. Well, I mean, but that also could open up. That could finally be that foothold that Nikki Cross needs as far as, you know, a feud to get her kick-started because, you know, like I said it last week, you know, the change in her appearance, she's a little bit more softer, but that's just going back to what she was before. Because Nikki Cross used to be a model. Mm-hmm. She has some great picks. But, you know, when she first came to the main roster, compared to now, she's a little bit softer. But a few between her and Alexa Bliss, oh my goodness. 
that might be it right yeah. there. But I think Alexa gonna be mad at Nikki for that, and that's gonna start the feud. And mark my words, a month from now, we're gonna have a triple threat for the SmackDown Women's Championship somehow, some way, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be these three I women. Book that right now. I could, I could easily see that happening. You hear it now. He called it before we go to commercial break so that way they could go ahead and start their writing session, a.k.a. Let's rewind. What did he say again? Oh, triple threat match. Yeah. yeah. TLC? No, 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 because they don't know that we were listening. Uh, SummerSlam. Yeah, 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 SummerSlam. All right. Good idea. Let's preset the Vince. That's a great idea. I'm glad you guys came up with it. <laughs> and they're sitting there thinking, damn. Uh, we was getting worried for a second. They didn't have a Saturday show. What are they going to do? We were about to screw up and get fired. But they came through on a Sunday. <laughs> That's right. The club don't go up on a Tuesday with us. It go up on a Sunday. That's right. So with KG laying down liquid gold right there, we're going to go take a quick commercial break to pay some bills so that way we can continue to feed the WWE some quality content. And then we will come back with the uh, – Rest of the reaction of the Uggs pay-per-view. I mean, sorry, the, the Timberland Butters pay-per-view. I mean, stomping grounds. I mean, stomp the yard. Uh, I don't know, man. G five G something. <laughs> you, you stay showing your. <laughs> oh, did I really? Did I really? Yeah, you did oh, it. Oh, man, sorry. I should have called out another uh, HBCU uh, fraternity. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Nah, 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 <laughs> now you're going to have the gamma rays all oh, over you, step. Gamma, 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 gamma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. See, you, you really try to get me in trouble now, man. You're going to have to go ahead and do our, our centipede, man, and then flip over. Gee. Fine. No, all right. So let's go. T- let's go pay some bills, man. While we go watch School Days again. <laughs> Just like that, we are back. Yep, we paid some bills. Uh, we failed to get to the copywriting of KG's idea in time, so. Uh, unfortunately, we probably won't get credit for the trip laid down before commercial break. But who knows? He may have a couple more gems he could drop out. Maybe on the path of uh, what's going to happen with Roman Reigns as he beat Drew McIntyre, who had Shane McMahon in his corner, interfering, going coast to coast, doing everything he could possible to prevent Roman from Superman punching his way once again to victory. But is that really a victory considering that also on Monday now Roman is going to have to face Shane and Drew and a handicap match, which I'm quite sure is going to have some sort of stipulation on it. Indeed. But now this is um, just my opinion here. Been talking to a few coworkers, a few people, and we all agree Roman Reigns, you know, him going through defeating the whole roster, great, which is what he needs to do. But this thing with him and Drew McIntyre needs to end now because McIntyre 
is hot. He's been white hot for some time, and he's starting to cool off because he's not getting his shot. He has earned it. He has snap necks, cash checks, give him what he needs. He should have been in that cage with Kofi tonight. Mm-hmm. He should have been, uh, if not going uh, up against Drew, not Drew, I'm sorry, going up against uh, uh, Seth Rollins. That's what he needs gold around his waist because he has earned it. I just, I, I'm, I'm, You're I'm confounded. frustrated. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, puzzled. I'm with you on that. Yeah, def- definitely Drew deserves that. Hey, guys, if you're listening, Drew deserves his shot. And if the rub from Shane is not going to lead to it, then, I mean, hell, he could beat Ricochet. Not throwing that on Ricochet, but I'm just saying in general, you know, give him a U.S. title or the IC title, but just put a belt around his waist so that way he doesn't become stagnant and just a guy off to the side. I thoroughly agree with that. You know what? If you give him the IC title, it's it's about time. Um, kind of do him so he's mentioned in history. Make him the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion, but kind of sort of a long. I'm talking when I say longest reigning, I mean he has the title, but. Get, shots where he you know he he may not win and then once he finally has that record then he finally breaks through and when he breaks through it's like the biggest explosion where he is the champion that we all know he could be mm. I'd follow him yeah I, I mean, mean he's come a long way and he's appreciative he's humble for where what he has now and you know he's a company man at this point He's not yeah. running off to AEW like everybody else trying to jump ship just because they think they see greener pastures. Like, it's the equivalent of, you know, you work at one restaurant and you're not the best server because you don't want to try, but yet you're going to complain all day. And then, oh, there's a restaurant that's hiring over there, so aren't we all going over here to get hired. And then that restaurant may not do well. And then guess what? Now you're looking to try to come back. Mm-hmm. So, not wishing that on AEW, but I'm just saying it's almost like that where, you know, people trying to mass exodus, like they got WCW uh, circa 1990 still running strong or oh, 90, running strong. And that's not what you have. You have something that's had one to two solid pay-per-views, even though we haven't had the second one yet, but it is sold out and nothing on network television at the moment. So you still got a maybe they've got a year's worth of grinding from their first TV episode to really establish what AEW is. Um, we know what or who is going to be part of it, but we still don't know what it is. Is it going to be akin to a Ring of Honor feel? Is it going to be akin to WCW and that that that? Southern Territorial NWA-ish um, side, or is it going to be a little bit more indie? Uh, or is it going to be more open door to everybody like ECW? So, we'll see. But um, we talked about that last week, about who we think would benefit from transitioning over. And we may revisit that 
in a couple of weeks to see what we think after their second paper. I think that'd be a good idea. I agree. Just to see if we agree on the same people. Because I did, uh, did I, I think I put Dolph Ziggler on that list, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I, I believe so, if I'm not mistaken. And it's going to be kind of interesting because I thought, uh, yeah, I had Dolph on the list. I thought that the match was fairly good between him and Kofi. But what I like more, and it's sucky because I really, in my heart of hearts, wanted Dolph to win, but I like the finish because yeah. it, it, it played up to Kofi. Period. I, you know, when I, they first announced this, I was kind of sort of against it. Mm-hmm. But these two, they got a history. And they put on a show. Just the way they worked, they worked well together. And the ending was just beautiful. Yeah, I mean, was, but that, that was a great crafted ending for Kofi Kingston. Now, if it went the other way, it still would have been beautiful because you couldn't you couldn't get mad at it. But it would have no way to stay form. It would have had to been a, a Dolph esque to where maybe he hit the super kick, and then or, or Trouble in Paradise hit him, and he just fell backwards like Dolph normally does and fell out the ring. Mm-hmm. And then he would have won the belt, and then Kofi would have been mad. I mean, if that's how it would have had to have gone on the flip side of the coin to match Kofi jumping through the ropes to beat Dolph to the floor. That is never in my, uh, to best of my knowledge, in a cage match has ever been done. It's always been, they jump towards always land uh, at the, the ring apron and are trying to pull themselves while the other person's pulling them back or something like that. But nobody that I can recall out of all the cage matches I've seen has the person jumped through the ropes and hit the floor, which makes you think, why the heck didn't all the rest of y'all do that? Because <laughs> <laughs> right? everybody's not Kofi. Right. I mean, but just think about that. One guy's crawling out, and all you did just hop through and just land on the floor, and you went. You're like, all this tug-and-war stuff you ain't got to do. Just jump through the, the thing. Shoot halfway through the match when you see that person being pulled back in. If you would have jumped, you would have won. So, like I said, very kudos uh, to Kofi for winning and, and being a part of that moment, especially since uh, to date, up until today, he hadn't won a cage match ever. <laughs> so that, that, that was a, a big way to win and an accomplishment for him at the same time. I was, truthfully, though, as Kofi was up there at the, uh, the entrance ramp, I was like, is Big E going to turn? Is Big E going to turn? But nothing happened. So like, oh, I guess we got time. Because you got to think about it. Like, all right, Dolph is done with this storyline. It would be so poetic to see the music playing. And next thing you know, Big E just tag him from behind, put the big, e, the, the big ending on Xavier Woods, and then just walk away. Man, that would have been great for Monday and Tuesday. Whew place would have just exploded but that's that's wishful thinking right there opportunity lost to say the least ah for now i think it's i i, I don't know i got a feeling it's coming because i i feel the same way but i just don't know when it's coming mm-hmm. 
but hopefully sometime soon because well not too soon it has to be curated the right way but it'd be something nice to see because I think internal New Day battle would be something that could carry it if not the SummerSlam then definitely from Survivor Series to WrestleMania true I, I can't disagree with that now it could almost if you build it right be on a level of Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior wow. two, two awesome powers two groups and two factions of, of fans that are just going nuts and then you still don't know who you want to win because I remember watching that match I'm a Hulkamaniac and I'm a warrior but I didn't know who I wanted to win you know, Warriors getting Hogan down, and they're like, come on, just hulk up, just hulk up. Then next thing you know, uh, Hogan's getting Warrior down, just rattle the ropes, rattle the ropes. And <laughs> you didn't know what to happen. But then you're like, man, I think Warrior should take this. And then Warrior won, and it was like, yes. But yet Hogan didn't lose any steam out of it because it's still the immortal Hulk Hogan. And I think, I mean, that's a big lofty goal for those two to achieve. But I think with the power of the New Day, and you know, one's throwing pancakes, the other one's throwing syrup packets. <laughs> <laughs> that that could be a battle or something. I mean, you could do all kind of crazy stuff in a new day style, but I think they could really do something, at least if, if nothing else, on a level of what could have been with uh Daniel Bryan versus the Miz. So that talking smack level of promo from Big E that the Miz did and um, you know, Kofi's just standing there like, what the heck is happening? And Xavier Woods is just standing there like, what the heck is happening? Does this mean nobody's going to watch up, up, down, down, down? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, wishful thinking, wishful thinking. And speaking of wishful thinking, I wonder if Baron Corbin wishes he would have picked uh, a different special guest referee. Even though I like the choice because it made perfect sense for the storyline of the night with it being Lacey Evans. Also, Seth Rollins has been pretty much nullifying all of the options with the steel chair and Lacey Evans comes out and can't hit a girl and they stretched out how long it took for Becky to come out and then you know, we had that pop. So I thought it wasn't match of the night, but I thought it told a great story. The way that they're taking real life, meshing it with kayfabe, and they put it in the oven, bake it on 350, and they set it in front of you, and it's this ooey-gooey surprise. It's oh so good. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're calling Becky and, and, and Seth the king and queen of Raw, but I mean, I mean, you got the Raw Women's Champion, the Universal Champion, same show. Yeah, it's pretty much how it goes. But maybe my memory fails me, but have we ever seen that before? Were Triple H and Steph champions at the same time? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I want to say yeah at one brief point. We'll have to double check that. Right. In my gut, I'm feeling like yes. Because we know she had the Divas Championship 
but it wasn't long that she had the belt. So mm-hmm. I think it may have been really just a, a fly by night type of thing. But to see this and then but not dominant like these two are. No, because they they're dominating their division, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. Uh, Seth Rollins is just an absolute monster. Another another guy that. I truly cheer for. I don't know. I'm. Mean, we might be related somewhere down the line. I mean, he's got to be a distant brother, cousin, something. Because I, I root for him every chance. I thought Roman was my favorite out of the Shield, but it may just be Seth. Mm. I, I I don't know. And speaking of which, I like this is how 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 much of a fanboy I am for Seth. I actually thought about taking his theme. And using that as eye opening. Oh Lord! But I, I, I it's like I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. But I just like you know, I might be going a little too far, but I'm willing to go into the abyss. But I, I like what he brings to the table, and then the whole thing with the chair, and I was just hoping like hell he beat the hell out of Baron Corbin with that chair <laughs> before the match even started. And then you know it's a good. 45 seconds minutes and he get the pin but Lacey 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 she was supposed to be the X factor bringing something different to the table <laughs> and this is this is kind of reminds you of a old school attitude era match and you know early days where you know the referee changes the special guest referee changes everything mm-hmm. as they go along I enjoyed that part. Every time she leaned out and she said something, I was like, Jesus, you know. Her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I, I cussed at her, but I loved it. Yep. And and she did it her own way. She stayed in character. I mean, it was just a, a good, smart choice. Because at first I was thinking, is it going to be Brock? Because at that point, that's just F5-ville. Mm-hmm. And then but then that would have been an uphill battle for Seth. So I guess if it was Brock, they would have guaranteed the cash in. <laughs> At that point, Baron Corbin wins the belt. Brock cashes in on Corbin. <laughs> Corbin's so, no longer the champion. He was a champion for what? 35, 40 seconds. Yep. Still counts as a reign though. Yep. That's the same thing. Charlotte said, I'm nine times, even though it was quick, nine times. And that's true. You can't take it away. You are still the champ. Absolutely. I will say the only thing that was missing from that segment was I don't understand why he didn't give her a kiss before the the, everything went off the air. It was like it was just kind of weird. Like the whole crowd was waiting for it. And it was just hugs and stuff like that. At the end he kissed her on the forehead. But you know, I think everybody was waiting for that one moment so that way they could just, you know, lose their mind. And it didn't happen. Well, you know what? It kind of makes you wonder. It make me wonder two things. Maybe Becky not in the PDAs or Seth not in the PDAs public space affection for those that are uninitiated. Or maybe, I don't know, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist to the core. Maybe, just maybe. <laughs> Their relationship is even kayfabe. Well, I don't, I've seen them kiss uh, you know, and they've gone to different things like uh, the award shows and, and, and movie premieres and stuff like that. 
I would hope that's not kayfabe, but I mean, we broke that story early, but they've been together for a while before it's been heavily publicized. They've been friends for a long time, so I think right. it's legit. But it, it may not be in a, that level of PDA, or maybe that may not have been a call. They may have said, hey, don't do the kissing thing yet. We'll save that for later. Something, I don't know. Oh, maybe. Just, Maybe might, might come with him tomorrow night. He he might be like, you know, I was so excited last night, I forgot this. And yeah. fight went on in the ring tomorrow night. She just smacked him on the bootay, <laughs> which <laughs> I think he wasn't expecting. So, you know, you got to see him generally blush about that. So it, it was a good moment, good story. I was happy with everything that, that came out of that. Mm. I just, I don't know. The way I feel about Becky Lynch, uh, it's the same way I feel about Seth Rollins. Well, that's going to say Nijax. <laughs> like, oh, God, another one? <laughs> no, no I, I, don't get me wrong. I, I love me some Becky. But I, I love the relationship she got with Seth. But I love how she is – she turns to a different person in the ring. Her mic skills are awesome. Her Twitter clapbacks are even better. That's my entertainment during the week when I'm at work. I'm supposed to be working. I'm sitting on a ladder in a chemical room reading Becky Lynch tweets during the day. Might that be Axis Chemicals? Are you about to fall into a vat and come out the Joker and find your Harley Quinn man? If only. (laughs) I mean, it's either that or... It's a dark room and there's spiders in it. And I get bit by a spider and I finally become Spider-Man. I've been okay. trying for 30 some odd years and it's not working. But if it do work, just know I'm sampling some of that DNA. I just call me Miles. <laughs> but, <laughs> I want my shot too, god dang it. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to crawl up some walls? Exactly. I, I just love Becky. I mean, geez. Now, we talk about Drew McIntyre being being white hot for the last seven, eight months. What has it been for Becky? A year? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it kind of stalled a little bit with the the broken (laughs) with the the broken face. But I wouldn't even say stalled. It it got bigger. uh, It got bigger. But it kind of sort of turn Naya into a villain. I don't think they played that up enough to make her that strong of a heel. Like, I would have had her going around breaking people's face. Kayfabe. Breaking people's face after that. I would have rode that wave. But this is why I do what I do and they do what they do. So. Yeah. And now we got to do what we do, which is take a commercial break and then uh, lock down some more entertainment that did not have to do with the boots to asses pay-per-view. <laughs> had, had to slide a little bit of people's champ up in there. Indeed. Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> yeah. I, I was hoping that uh, you caught a uh, Tuesday night flight from last week because I, I, I had to go solo. Everybody was on on special assignment. And I don't know, I forget what I was talking about, but I said, you know, you had the millions and millions. <laughs> I, you know, I just, I kind of got lost in it for a minute, but 
it, it it was pretty funny. I had hey, to throw a little. You forgot what show you was on. Yeah, I had to throw a little people's champion in myself, so I know the feeling. That's all it is, man. It's okay if you forget what show you're on. We we won't blame you, man. We got so, you got so much going on for the junkies. Every every night, I know you wish could be a WrestleManiacs night. I mean, who wouldn't want to ride on the mothership? I mean, ain't that the truth? We, we, it's, we, it's free admission. Yeah, but and, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, we kind of come down and we take it out your driveway and take it for a little spin every once in a while. But I mean, on Saturdays, man. That's not even a spin. We gas it up. We take it around the galaxy. Yeah, yeah we like the Dukes of Hazards up in here. Just the good old boys. <laughs> Never meaning no harm. You know, that's how we rolling with it. We jump up oh. on fools like Roscoe P. Coltrane. <laughs> and we go to commercial because I really showed my age by hitting the Roscoe laugh. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> and just like that, we're back. And one thing you can guarantee. By hook or by crook, sideline junkies will start off your daggone week right. <laughs> you still laughing, man. You got to calm down. You got to calm down. I know you wasn't expecting that, but you got <laughs> to calm down. I got tears coming out of my eyes right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Shout out to the Dukes of Hazard. What a show. What a show. What a show. Loved it. One of my favorites. And speaking of shows, let's talk about the belt of belts. The most important belt in the WWE right now. The most watched belt uh, in the WWE right now. My 24-7 championship belt, which exchanged hands twice. Once in a parking lot and once at a wedding. (laughs) Mm, mm, Oh, mm. my God. You know, the, the uh, Drake Maverick dressed as Carmella only to catch truth and roll him up. But that wasn't even the part that, that I lost my mind with. It's when the, the fake boobs popped out and it just laying there on the ground while truth is rolled up for the three. And truth just sitting there. He just got these nice little fake boobs just sitting there on the ground with him. I'm like, oh, my God, WWE, if we are doing this. There is no reason why we should be not closer to the Attitude Era. I'm just saying. Because that was some Attitude Era mess right there. Yeah. And, you know, watching Drake Maverick uh, just all over the place wearing his uh, 24-7 championship belt was was iconic and great. Working out with it and stuff. But then to go get married, well, allegedly get married, um, and (laughs) to see Truth I'm still trying to decide where truth came from. Was he under the train of the dress? Because it's kind of what it seemed like, because that roll-up just happened so fast. (laughs) So if he was under the dress the whole time, that would have been just more insane. But that roll-up, and then for Drake Maverick to be like, Drake Maverick to to look at his wife and be like, I gotta go get this belt. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Man. 
that right there, you know, let me let me let me say this. Anybody knows that when you pitched the idea of the twenty four seven rule for a title, I was with it. When they unveiled the twenty four seven title and they explained it, I was not with it. But now this title right here, the way they're doing it, I am back on board because this is entertainment at its finest. Mm-hmm. You True. never six know time champion, happen. six time Universal European twenty four seven champion. Man. Like, oh man, he just keeps finding belts, uh, it, uh, uh, championship belts. I wait for it to become the hardcore championship. <laughs> for real. And now the pitches from the wedding, and Drake really got married. He was really getting married, and to have your fiance slash wife cool with this, who's also in the industry. Mm-hmm. But you, you're in a room full of wrestlers. Period. Uh, Matt Hardy was there. I think Jeff Hardy was there. Matt Hardy had his kids there. Yep. Because all true took pictures with all the kids. And he he asked um uh uh, uh Matt Hardy's son. He said um we buried the hatchet. You're not gonna pin me or nothing. I thought that would have been classic. Yes, I was I was waiting for that too. It was like if young Maxwell, who has had the TNA championship at one point, uh. Would have pinned our truth. It was like, oh my god! And then the only thing to pin him would be the drone. It's like, oh god, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. We're getting that that level of crazy. But that's what I, I like about it. It's well, why create it? It's fun. It's whimsical. It's it's not as hardcore. Into you must beat me. I'm the champion. Da, da, da. It's like, man, you could catch me anywhere. And anybody could become champ. I'm still waiting for Renee Young to Michael Cole, Corey Graves. Like I know he can't wrestle, but he could become champion. Or even Byron Saxton. Man, if Byron Saxton got the belt, oh my God, that would be probably more entertaining than the truth. Because Byron Saxton is hilarious. I would even mind Coach coming back for a little bit and winning the belt. That would be pretty good. And then he takes it to ESPN and he's doing his uh, PGA Tour coverage with the 24-7 championship and he loses it on ESPN. That would be awesome. There's your crossover right there. Yep. There's so much, so much that can happen. Uh, Man. I mean, they're going to be on Fox soon with SmackDown. I wouldn't be surprised if some NFL player uh, wins the championship. That's your NFL crossover. Just How to, long? Just to dig at the XFL. Well, the XFL digging at the NFL because it would be, uh, I'm the champion. One, two, three. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be mad if he hate me. Uh, wins the championship. So, I mean, it would be all kind of crazy stuff that you could do. Speaking of he hate me, I got a report from a reliable source early this week mm-hmm. that he uh, he's missing. Oh, no, they found him. They said they found him. Oh, they found him? Oh. Yeah, they found him. Because I was looking for something. I was like, okay, where in the world is he at? Now, we don't know where he was, but they found him. <laughs> and it's still funny. And I know that's what they're like, God, how is this guy? If he's not a commentator, something's wrong. For real. You have to have him involved somehow. Because out of everybody that was in the original XFL 1.0, he's the only one that you can name. Mm-hmm. And people be like, well, no. "Oh yeah, that dude was crazy, man. That dude was crazy." 
No, no, no. Well, who, who else? Who else? I can name Kurt Govea, Tommy Maddox. You a sideline junkie. You don't care. <laughs> but that's because Kurt Govea, former Redskins Super Bowl champion, uh, Tommy Maddox wound up winning the championship with uh, Pittsburgh. That revived his career because he was in originally in Denver as the backup to John Elway. His career sputtered. He went to the XFL. It revived his career, gets him back into the NFL, becomes starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Look, man, mama said don't be talking about that foosball during the wrestling <laughs> show. <laughs> don't make me switch on my medulla oblongata. No troubles. Call Mr. Coach Klein. Uh, yep Dukes of Hazard to Waterboy ladies and gentlemen Dukes of Hazard to Waterboy and then we go from Dukes of Hazard to Waterboy to Mr. Rogers or as we commonly know it in the industry the best episode of the Firefly Fun House ever and you go ahead and talk about it now my goodness now it's been a couple days since I watched it I'm just I mean I call it like the it's like watching a flower bloom Mm -hmm. because you had all that I mean everybody showed up even the devil Vince and 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 Bray and the pentagrams and and all the cut-ins and man that was well worth watching it at uh, the end of the show. And you called it last week. You said they're going to keep pushing it back further and further because that's what everybody's waiting to see. Mm-hmm. And if you are paying attention to the ratings, uh, I'm sure when that's on, there's a huge spike in viewership for Raw. Oh, yeah. And they keep testing the waters by putting it in different time positions to see if it spikes up. And this is the latest that I think it's ever aired, especially on Raw in hour three. And then, but it was epic. That Man, it was, it was eerie. It was epic. Like I said before, and I'll say it again, if there's anybody that can approach the persona and the aura and the, the mystique of the Undertaker—it's Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. and it's and it's it's not trying to replace the Undertaker. It's just taking a modern spin on it, you know, a millennial spin on the 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 the, the creepiness and and the craziness of it, but without the gimmick stuff like, oh, let's just project some worms down on the ring. Like, no, nah, this is just far more sadistic and intentional and calculated and dare I say it Joker-esque and it's perfect I'll agree with that and it's dark but it is it's one thing you can't turn away from you cannot just be like oh this is a little too much for me I I gotta no you gotta watch it's like it's a must see Mm -hmm. now the only thing I think they're missing that they can add on in the future is going to be a special guest star. They need to have somebody come over to the fun house. That's not a puppet. I still would like it to be Luke Harper, but 
Um, that is, I mean, there's several people that could come over. I would love for it to be Amber Moon, and she could become brainwashed. That, that that's that that's pretty daggone good, right there, Amber Moon. I mean, I wouldn't even be mad if it was Brother Love. Sorry, Bruce Pritchard, you're gonna have to get all red again. But um, <laughs> I would be mad if Brother Love was to show up and he would start preaching for him. I mean, mm. all, all kind of crazy stuff you could do to just take it to the next level with uh, guest appearances. <laughs> but I, I have nothing. My expectations this last episode were blown through the roof. So I'm just at this moment just riding the wave. It's not even trying to speculate anymore. Um, I'm comfortable now with the treatment on how it's continuing to go. Because the build up to that episode was epic. But when that aired, I was like, man, just mind blown. Like, you got me. I'm all in. And anybody you talk to, all they're saying is 24 7 championship and then Firefly Funhouse. And uh, everybody else is pretty much trying to follow those two segments. And those two segments may only last one minute to three minutes. Right. And one of those things is mostly online. <laughs> so you, the roster's like, well, we already know how I feel. WWE's got a, a lot of work to do to, to, to zhuzh up the, the product and, and get it through the roof. Because after this next AEW pay-per-view, if it does equally as well, then and it's free in the U.S., which is going to be even worse, <laughs> they've, got a, they've got a lot they've got to do. So, man, that is uh, two great segments out the week that I can remember clearly. The rest of Raw and SmackDown, I'm not going to lie to you. It could have went either way. You know, it was just, all right, just going through the motions, go home show. But this fool beat this guy at his wedding. At least he <laughs> waited till after they said their vows. So that's very respectful. Mm-hmm. But it was nothing like when Maverick looked up and saw the ref. <laughs> it's like, at my wedding? One, two, three. But he was wearing the title, so that's what you get. You introduced it. And there you go. And then to end it with the Firefly Funhouse of Doom is perfect. Perfect week for sports entertainment for, thankfully, just two segments out the out of both shows. Liquid gold. It makes you wonder what do they have in store for this upcoming week? It's got to be something big. Like I said, I'm hoping as a guest star, hoping upon hoping upon hope. Because I can't wait to look back and find out and figure out exactly what's going on. But, man, I'm happy. Stomping Grounds was a good pay per view. I was worried. I was like, uh, is it going to be worth it? But it actually was a good pay per view. And, uh, now we, we've got uh, a little bit of time. TLC is June 14th. I'm sorry, July 14th. July 14th. I'm, trying, I'm sorry, Stream Rules. Why so early? That's what I wanted to know. Because uh, it's AEW pay-per-view. Oh. They're, trying to, they're trying to sandwich it in between as many things as possible. I remember at one point in time, WWE pay-per-views were all except for Super Bowl Sunday. They were always the last Sunday of every month. Mm-hmm. WCW was the third Sunday of every month. 
They it's like the pay per views never went head to head. We'll go head to head on house shows and uh, weekly shows. Yeah, we'll go head to head there, but pay per views we never go head to head because you know it's it's hard. Who who's gonna spend that type of money? And at that time, what were we spending? Forty five. I'm sorry, fifty, sixty dollars. Yep. Sometimes forty, depending on the pay per view. But you know, if it's something big, Bash at the Beach, um, WrestleMania, you know, you spent big money. But who was going to spend that type of money in the same day where you're watching both pay per views at the same time, flipping back and forth? Mm-hmm. So, yep. But speaking of pay per views, you have the best in the world pay per view for Ring of Honor coming to uh, be more. So that's pretty exciting. That'll be this upcoming weekend, if I remember correctly. So that'll be something else to throw into the mix on pay-per-view. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you didn't know that? Best in the world in Baltimore this upcoming weekend. Mm -hmm. My brain is doing math. My gears are turning. Are you about to get you some tickets? No. I'm starting to put two and two together. Why why you didn't let me know? Which which title are you defending, sir? <laughs> well, there's quite a few of them right now, but I'm still keep my eye on that 24/7 championship. It needs to come home. <laughs> Trust me. You know what? I wouldn't even pin you. I'd help you retain it. No, you pin me. Stop. No, 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 no. Cuz you know what I do? You win it. I tell you, come on. You be like, "Where are we going? Just jump in the trunk." We're gone, and we're going to live off the grid. <laughs> Until Saturday, we're like, oh, we know where he is. He's on the mothership. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm getting rolled up while I'm covering what happened on SmackDown. Like, did you see one, two, three? No! And, you know, I, I got to go. I got to go. got to go in my belt back. Yep. Then you'll be doing a one-man show. No rest for the weary, man, as we can see uh, with Drake Maverick. 24-7, baby. 24-7. No. No, that, that, look, you go to Walmart, somebody right on you. Hey, that wouldn't be bad, though. The European Championship. Defended it, you lose it in Walmart, next person lose it in Target. Oh, God. Go Man. lose it in Safeway, Shoppers, Aldi's. You can lose it Sonic because <laughs> I, Sonic has the chronic right now. It is a daggone cake batter shake. Oh, and, my God is the chronic. I was like, oh my goodness. I cannot believe this is that good. Good well, burger too. He, Not the best fries, but that shake no. made up for it. That's why you got to get tater tots. Never the fries. Yeah, Always tater tots. I, I haven't eaten in Sonic in so long, but I just got tired of seeing a commercial. And I know it's half price after eight, but after eight, I don't <laughs> feel like going to Sonic. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, the heck with it, man. Let me just well, go ahead and roll up in there and just get it. That large behind cup was like, oh, my God. Finally, they still rocking the old school McDonald's supersize cup. Yeah. Kill well, it. I, you know what I got this week? What's that? I got a good old Royal Farms within walking distance of my house. Ooh. And now, Royal Farms in PG County, Maryland, are just starting to spring up the last few years. That's a Baltimore Del- Delaware thing, because mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I, the first time I ate at Royal Farms was about eight years ago, and I was in Delaware. Actually, we had we was on the other side of Baltimore, on the other side of the tunnel, and then we were going to Delaware, 
to uh, pick up trucks. And we ate at Sonic on the way. I mean, not Sonic. We ate at Royal Farms on the way back. I said, wow, I never thought any chicken would be better than Popeye's. I think <laughs> I found it. And I went in, and this is telling how old I feel. I was happy that I paid two forty nine for gas. One thing. Two, I got me a cold-cut sandwich, and I've been looking for a place to get a good cold-cut sandwich for years. That was a great cold-cut sandwich from (laughs) Royal Farms. It was made just right. So... And I hear they have good ice too. Royal yeah, Farms yeah. cut the check. I, but let's not forget about the chicken. <laughs> I don't know. And, but the thing is, only time the chicken is like to the point where you can eat 12, 13 pieces at one sitting is when you go to Baltimore. I lie <laughs> to you not. Baltimore, I've never had bad chicken at a Royal Farms. It's like, I don't know if it's somebody grandmama back there <laughs> and she cooking with love. Because I, I, all I see in the kitchen down here is, you know, the, the younger generation. And I, I'm they haven't learned the art of putting love into your food yet. So in Baltimore, is that a thing? Is that somebody big mama in the back, like just cooking? Because the food is made with such love and care and you can't get enough of it. I mean, talk to me. Tell me something. That's your stomping ground there. Man, I had a, a boo that was working at Royal Farms, and she put me down. I said, who's making a chicken? And you know what she said? Roscoe P. Coltrane. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just had to give it to you one more time. <laughs> oh, man. Got that going boss hog going. Come over here and try to get them Duke bars. the the sign that number one it's been a long weekend number two <laughs> you know you get into that point in the show where, you know we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up <sighs> yeah because you know heaven forbid we start talking about ronda rousey and birthing techniques so that way she uh can be able to jump back into the ring really quick and do those same moves yeah yeah because uh <laughs> speaking of which her and lacey evans one-on-one would be pretty daggone monumental. Mm-hmm. Shoot her and uh, the new improved slim down Nia Jax that's going to be coming back. You'd be like, is that Tamina? Like, no, that's Nia. What? Yep, it's coming. Man, I'm I'm, I'm waiting because, you know, she has that first match. One thing you can count on, Nia, the big guy KG be right there with the ice bags, ice your knees down, rub your feet, make sure you're good. Tell me what was going through your mind. Tell me your thought process when you hit that 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 vicious clothesline over the top rope. Just talk to me. Meanwhile, playing in the background is "Sexual Chocolate" by Mark Henry. <laughs> it's sexual, <laughs> sexual baby, <laughs> sexual. <laughs> 
Oh, I know it's just you and I. <laughs> and I'll hold you and you <laughs> won't deny. It's sexual. <laughs> WWE sexual, the music volume four, man. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm about to say. You know we listen to those CDs too much. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Oh. Even though out of all the CDs though, I'm sorry, maybe it's just me. But when you get to test theme song, the most you could do is test. This is a test. And the next thing you know, once it starts, here we go, here we go, here we go. Like, what the hell are they saying? <laughs> I got Chris Jericho down packed with all these all this done with like what what rewind it I can't get it I, I'm sorry that's the one I can't sing along that's literally how I sound when test music come on yeah <laughs> like, true the beat was killing though dun, 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 dun. but as soon as they start singing, like oh god I, I can't I can't you know it's like the old uh uh, SmackDown in- intro. Like, what the hell are they saying? I don't understand what they're saying. <laughs> I like the video, but when yeah. the SmackDown video game came on, like, what is being said? I don't understand anything that's happening right now. There's no narrative. It is only just a song. And like, can we skip the beautiful people? I got that one. <laughs> I got I can sing along with that one. But uh yeah, sorry. N- n- nothing's better than Kane's theme music. I'm talking the 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 oh man, I can't it, it's slow chemical. That's the, the the official name of the song. Yep. And that's the the one with the words. But when I used to work at night, my wife walked in and caught me one time. I was getting dressed. And I had it playing. We had a big, tall tower, blue two speakers. So I had went in and closed the door. And I was like, all right, I had to get myself ready. So I work in a cold freezer at night. So I put my thermals on and I was like, all right, I'm ready. I was getting myself amped up and it was on. She was peeking around the corner at me. She said, is that how you get ready for work? Oh, yes, ma'am, it is. <laughs> I, 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 I listened to Kane's theme song. I mean, because I never get cold. So you got to listen to that something that's gonna put hellfire and brimstone through your through your through your veins. Yeah, or uh, Sid Vicious's theme song too, because he's just whispering, "I am the ruler of the world," you know. And he got that menacing music and stuff, and then it just goes into it, and you just hear him laughing like, "Oh man, that was a great theme song right there." Would you actually listen to that? Those were the good old days. You had to go out, yeah, try not to scratch your CD. And then you put that thing into the car, crank it up. You just rolling down, man. People look at you like you crazy because you over that jam, man. Jam until test music come on, <laughs> and you know you can't even catch. You try to catch the beat, and then next thing you know, they just like what? Then next thing you know, test. This is a test. I got that part. I got that part. And then it go back into it. God damn it. I don't understand what the hell they saying. If you don't believe me, Google it. Go to yeah. YouTube. Test theme song. Tell me what the hell is being said. That's something I need to do on uh, uh, Tom Joyner when um, they be talking about what the lyrics of the songs are. Figure out what the hell they saying. <laughs> and it's probably some, some Bray Wyatt mess. He talked <laughs> talk about follow me for real. We don't even know what the heck he's saying. We just like, all right, whatever. It's a test, man. I don't understand. I'm trying to pass this test. (laughs) 
the whole test is he giving you the answers to the test, but you can't understand what the hell he's saying, so you fail the test. How's yeah, that much. messed up? Bang. Yeah, I know. That's probably why the White family never had words. Actually, it kind of had some words, but it wasn't a lot. You can figure that out after you murdered somebody. Yeah. Then you're sitting there and you just rocking back and forth and there the words go. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, this words of the song? You know, you just, you kind of zone out and get trapped into the bread wideness as soon as you hear boom, 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 boom. It's like, up, oh, I'm in it. Firefly. And then next thing you know, you listen like, oh, that is words to the song. Who knew? You had me at you know, and you know how I go. Yeah. You know how I go. I'm getting uh, now. I was actually listening to it day before yesterday. No, Friday I was at work. And they, they were sitting in the break room looking at me. So of course you know you know what I had to do. Don't and I told them, you. Yeah, that's it. I said all you have to do is follow. Everybody cleared out. <laughs> I said, that's it. If that's all I gotta do to get the break room to myself, shoot. Yeah, let me in. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> turn the light, turn the back on. You know, just disappear and just just you know, reappear. You got the whole place to yourself. <sighs> if only. Yep. So now we got to leave y'all because we didn't gone off the rails, recreated some theme music. I'm going to go watch Tess, Tess, uh YouTube uh, Titan Tarn entrance to maybe see if they have one with words. You know, I need some closed captioning. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the closed caption person would be gibberish, 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 gibberish. Oh. This is a test. Gibberish, 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 gibberish. We don't understand what the hell they're saying either. This is a test. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what you'll see running across the screen. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Heck you yeah. know, or you just get dots. Guess around, get a dad going uh, ASL uh, sign language interpreter and be like, all right, I need you to interpret this song. They're looking at you like, for real? How am I supposed to hand sign this? I can't even figure out what the hell they're saying either. People are like, I can't understand. Like, yeah, because they don't know what the hell to sign. Because we can't understand what the hell they're saying in this damn song. I should write to the AWWE. We need the cliff notes for this one, for real. <laughs> Do we have to play it backwards and just start telling us, you know, some weird ritual stuff that's going on? I don't know. But, um, Lord rest your soul, Andrew. But hopefully you knew what the hell your theme song said. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. So, <laughs> of course, you want to listen to us. You listen to us right here on Anchor FM, Radio Public, Breaker Cast Box, Google Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Podchaser, Podbean, Podcoin, who pays you to listen to the sideline junkies iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Player FM. Of course, social media, Sideline Junkies on Instagram and Twitter, Sideline Junkies Colon Podcast on Facebook, uh, SidelineJunkies.com, which will be updated shortly, completely. And then also, don't forget about Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com. And, and I just dropped my whole book. And our YouTube channel, which is going to be dedicated 
to transcribing Test theme song. We may have to uh, get um, Nicholas Cage to tap into his National Treasure days to figure that out too. You know, maybe we have to take a red or blue pill and be like Keanu Reeves, which is everywhere right now, and you know, John Wick our way to understanding this. I don't know. I'm really gonna go back and look as soon as we, you know, wrap up. I'm gonna go watch it again just to be totally confused one more time. Speaking of, uh, I will be on PS4 very shortly with The Division 2. I've already spoke to BJ. I got to speak to Big Jim, Delante, Junie. So we all can get on with the voice of the voices, K-Bro, and just have our business meeting playing in Division 2. Hey, you ain't say nothing but the thing. I already got the clan set up so once y'all get there I can help you I'm all you gotta do it. is let me in <laughs> <laughs> you love it see it just it, it, it looked like it's going left and then you see a turn where it's right then boom we put you back on the main daggone path and also I've been playing WWE Universe faithfully for the last two days I finally got it back up and running uh I've joined the Sideline Junkies group, Stable. Yes. I've got Nia Jax. Oh, uh, I know you I know you lost your mind. Yeah. I'm 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 happy about that. I'm about to put her through some things. I got Shawn Michaels, um, uh, Aiden English kicking ass. Yeah, that game is fun, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. But I lost the match games night before last because Little grandbaby Uh-oh. decided to tap my my hand, and I tapped it at the wrong. Say no time. more on that one. So that was pretty rough, but came back and won it all. So, uh, that was pretty much it, and I'm like loving that game. So I got to really be careful. Because I'm going to wind up playing it doing work. Yeah, I, I try to catch into it, like doing a lunch break or something. Because, yeah, you, I do enough to get through, like, a little segment of Raw or SmackDown and do a little bit of stuff for the the clan and then – well, the club, but uh, then go from there. But make sure you're using your trainers. So when you break before the match where it says improve, you can use those little uh, trainer things to level up your character. Well, not your character, but your superstar. And then that way you can, like, my Brock Lesnar just walks into a match now. It's not even fair what's Brock doing to people right now on this game. It's like, oh, God, Brock's like, our oh, truth you know you're going to have to catch this, right? I'm sorry. I don't, I just, I don't have a lot of time. Our truth is level 96. Brock Lesnar is 400. Yeah, this is a two-hit, you know, F5, done. It's so bad. I don't even oh. have to get the get into the green. It's just whatever. He's just going to hit it. Match over. Yeah, I Damn. know. It's disgusting right now. Damn. I know. But make sure uh, – nah, you see, we really went off the road. Make sure you check to see what the club ranks are. I mean, at one point, I had us uh, ranked up in the top 100. But, you know, wow. you just got to keep, you know, grinding at it. So, uh, I've been booting people out the – the club that aren't doing anything. So 
if you want to get in and you're going to be dedicated to uh, contributing to the sideline junkies faithful, come join us. We'll lead the way. All you got to do is let us in. I knew he was going to finish it. <laughs> what, what was I supposed to do? I supposed to let you go out on a limb by yourself? No, sir. I appreciate that, man. That's why you are who you are. Well, that's why you're the people's choice, Don Rodriguez. Underpaid and overqualified. <laughs> yeah, so WWE, I know you guys are listening. Cut the check. Dude, I'll even give you the scissors. <laughs> Well, that's all our time for this Sunday. Just turn into Monday. So stay tuned for another episode. We'll be back sometime tomorrow. Promise this time. We took a almost a week off, but promise this time we'll be back with a little something, something tomorrow. Redskins perspective. Just be on the lookout for that. And of course, contact us. Let us know how you feel. Hit that email. So, good night, everybody. Sideline Junkies out. This has been another Sideline Junkies production. Sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas. Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com. Junkies out.